This morning, just I want to speak with you from the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 24. Matthew, chapter 7, verse 24. Therefore, everyone who hears the word of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Everyone who hears the word of God and put it in practice is a wise man who built his house on the rock. Three things this morning I want to speak to you through the power of the Holy Spirit. Build your personal life. Secondly, you must build your family life. Thirdly, you must build strongly your church life. Build a strong personal life. Rain may come, wind may blow, but you will stand strong. You will not fall because you are a wise man. Who is a wise man who hears the word of God and practice the word of God is a wise man who built his house on a rock. What is the rock? In this particular verse, rock is not Christ. The rock is if you hear the word of God and practice the word of God. Many times we come to church every Sunday, we hear the word of God, we forget the word of God. When you come next Sunday, the pastor asks, what is the word of God the previous week? You will say it was very good. But you don't know what was the preaching. You know, one of my friend is a very good preacher. He preaches seven points. So he came to the church the following Sunday and asked the people, what was his preaching on the previous Sunday? Nobody raised any, their hand. Nobody said any word. And he was very surprised. Then after the service, he took his wife for a lunch and asked her, what was my message last Sunday? Why don't you raise your hand and say something? She said, I wanted to say, I have forgotten because you preached seven, seven points. That is why I'm preaching three points this Sunday. Then in turn, she asked, what was your preaching last Sunday? He said, I have forgotten. That is why I asked all the other people. Sometimes, you know, we hear the word of God, we feel nice in our heart, but we don't practice it. If you practice the word of God, that is why you are 
building your life on a rock it's a strong foundation that we need building your personal life and character that's the most important thing in your life in order to build your character strong character you have to go what jesus was teaching if you want to learn the doctrines of the lord jesus christ you have to study matthew chapter 5 matthew chapter 6 matthew chapter 7 that is what he says you heard the word of god you practice the word of god these are the principles that we must practice in our life the first principle that we must practice in our life is matthew chapter 5 verse 3 blessed are the poor in spirit for there is the kingdom of heaven blessed are the poor in spirit what is the meaning a poor in spirit we all understand poor in money who is very poor in money the beggars on the street the beggars on the street these days you can't believe beggars because they have cell phone the beggars they call the other beggar with a cell phone i am begging on such and such a street you don't come to the street the real beggars the real beggar is he has a bowl he begs every day he spends that money that is bowl is empty the next day he has to come and beg and get some money for his food for his need that day he finishes the next day again he has to come and beg for his need that is a beggar a poor man the same way in the spiritual life every day we must come to the lord in prayer for our needs many times we don't pray on a regular basis we don't come to the lord we say i have received baptism of the holy spirit on a such and such a date 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 is good for graveyard i was born on a such and such a date i died on that day but you need to have the power of the holy spirit on a daily basis you need to have a grace of god in your life on a daily basis every day we must come to god with our need we must totally depend upon god on a daily basis because you cannot live on yesterday's anointing you cannot live on yesterday's grace you need to come to the lord on a daily basis you must become poor in spirit 
many of us we don't connect with god we must really come to god and beg him lord give me your power you need to totally depend upon his wisdom his love his power on our life so that we will be filled with his wisdom with his love with his power we need to come to the lord in prayer prayer is the key to have fellowship with god that will transform your life enoch walked with god 300 years of his life he walked with god he had a walk with god consistently many people just they when they are in great need they come to god after that they forget about it when they go through problems only they come to god some people ask certain questions why god allows satan to live he should have destroyed long back we would have lived very happily there is a reason that god allows satan to live because he gives lot of problem to people that is why people are coming to the church otherwise people don't come to church so god also uses devil to bring people to church dear people of god whether you have need whether you have problem or not we serve a living god awesome god wonderful god he need to have a fellowship with us he has created us in his own image when god created adam and eve they had a wonderful fellowship beautiful fellowship on a daily basis the cool of a day god comes down they were walking together and they were spending communion with the lord and they had a wonderful time dear people of god we need to develop the spirit of prayer and fellowshipping with god and he will definitely bless you and he will give you the grace and you will enjoy the life totally living a life of dependent on god many times the materialism has come into our life there are two gods in this world one is the god of materialism the love of mammon and our god is a living god but people totally depending upon the materialism the god of materialism that is why we don't connect with god so closely and this morning would you commit your life to pray more to develop fellowship more and the, and the lord will come and speak to you in a beautiful way and he will bless you i saw one man in my life he was praying all the time he he was not a full time minister wonderful servant of god he came to my house and stayed with me i noticed his life he was praying all the time i wanted to test him one time 
how he prays. So I got up two o'clock in the morning, just went to his room side. He was praying at two o'clock in the morning. Then again I went around five thirty. He was praying, and I wanted to give him a cup of coffee because he's praying all through the night. He needs some coffee. So I prepared coffee. I went to give him. He said, "Don't disturb me. I don't want your coffee." And he was really praying. I went around nine o'clock because nine thirty he was supposed to come for the service. Still he was praying. I thought, how this man is going to come? He has to take a bath and he has to clean up. I didn't know. Nine thirty, he was there. But he was praying all the time, and I asked him, "Sir, how in the world that you are able to pray like this?" He said, "I am a part-time minister, but I have full-time people, three hundred people to pray for me. That I must pray like this. Prayer is not an easy joke. Prayer." It's a gift of God that you must really. It's a struggle also, so you have to make up your mind to get closer with God and listen to God and speak to God. Let God speak to you that the spirit of prayer will grip this church in these coming days. That we must pray for our pastor, pray for the revival of this nation. Pray for the revival in the church. That is what God wants. How many of you want to have that spirit of prayer in our churches, in our life? Would you please lift our hand? Let us all pray together this morning. This morning, that the Holy Spirit is really speaking to each and every one of us this morning. That the spirit of prayer will come and touch your life and heart. That there will be a continuous Worship continuous spirit of prayer that will come to church that will transform this nation, transform the churches. People will come these days. It is possible. That is what the heart of the pastor here and also this church has got a call of God to transform the communities and also this nation. And the Lord is going to. Bless your church. Lift both of your hand and receive the spirit of prayer in your life. The spirit of prayer will come and grip your spirit these days. That you will connect with heaven. The angels of host will come and descend down upon the church, and the angels of host will go, and the Holy Ghost revival will come back to church and to your family these days. Let everyone say Amen, Amen. The second thing that you must have to build your personal character is verse eight. It says, "Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God." Your heart must be pure. You must live a holy life. The worldly people live a wicked life. The world is full of sin. 
Why we come to church? Because we worship a holy God. We must live a holy life. How to live a holy life? Some people say if you wear white clothes, uh, if you should not laugh, you should be very calm and quiet. Don't believe such people. Sometimes we look like holy people. When you see, when we, when when we see all of us, we are sitting like angels of God in these places. But when you go to home, how do you live? In your working place, how do you live? I I used to always share an example. Now in our language, they call a snake called cobra as a good snake. I used to wonder why people call this poisonous snake as a good snake. You know, when you see that snake, it's it will be lying down so calm and so quiet. It does not move at all. It's very meek, very quiet. But somebody goes near to the snake. That is why it shows his color, raises up his head three foot high, and it will bite the people, gathers the poison. It kills the people. In the church, we are all good snake because nobody disturbs us in the church. Even you see husband and wife sitting very quietly. But I tell you, if somebody disturbs us, somebody pokes us, that is why the real poison comes out of us. How to be holy? Develop the fear of God. What is the fear of God? Perfect in holiness in the fear of God. Second Corinthians chapter 7 verse 1, it says, what is the fear of God? We serve a holy God. The fear in other religion is their God will kill them or punish them or destroy them. But our God is a merciful God, loving God. But he is a holy God. The fear that we must come to us is that we should not offend our God doing certain things against him. Develop the fear of God. We all have fear of men. We all have fear of men. One day I was going in my two-wheeler. There's one man just came in the side of the road. He saw me. As soon as he saw me, he was trembling. I thought, what a fear this man has got reverence for a pastor. And uh, after some time, he fell down from the scooter. So I, I stopped my two-wheeler. I ran to him to help him. That is where I found him. He had a cigarette in his 
cigarette in his finger, smoking. That is what he got the fear. The pastor has seen me smoking. He fell down from the scooter. <laughs> this fellow does not have the fear of God. He had the fear of pastor. <laughs> Dear people of God, you must have the fear of God. Sometimes we go for visiting. I can hear the sound of a fighting inside, husband and wife, fighting inside, locking up their doors and windows, and they are fighting inside. You can hear the sound outside. But when I knock at the door, they come and peep through the window. Pastor has come. They stop fighting. <laughs> they will serve coffee and everything and have a nice prayer. And as soon as I leave the house, they close the door, start fighting. That means they don't have the fear of God. They have the fear of pastor. If you have the fear of God, you don't fight anywhere. You, you can't even commit any sin because you have the fear of God that you will live a holy life. What is a pure heart? You have to keep your conscience clear. If you have commit any sin against God, confess it immediately. Don't live in sin. Confess it. If you commit any sin against each other, immediately confess it, set right those things. Don't keep anything in your heart for a long time. Then your heart will become pure and you will see God. You develop your character strongly. Thirdly, the character that you have to really build up is verse 11. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you. Because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice in the Lord. Because your reward in heaven will be great. It's a very difficult thing if some, some people insult us, some people falsely accuse us, say all kinds of things against us, against our family, against our children. It's difficult to rejoice that time. But Bible very clearly says, develop such a character in your life. When Jesus was insulted by people, he was praying for them. Even Judas came to betray him. He said, my friend, he was asking, my friend, how is it possible such a such a life. It is only through the power of the Holy Spirit. 
Jesus wants to build a strong character in your life. You must love your enemies. People may falsely accuse you. Recently, one of our pastor in our movement there sold a mission's property and got the money from the businessman. He, he wanted to sell his property, wanted to build a big church somewhere, but he got the money from the businessman, spent all the money. The businessman thought he has spent all the money. He somehow wanted to get the money from somewhere. So because I was the general superintendent of all India Assemblies of God, they filed a case against me. I was nothing to do with that at all. I really did not know what was happening. But in order to get some money, they filed a case against me, put it on newspapers, put it on all TVs, and I am supposed to pay all that money. That, is, that means not a small amount, 70 millions of rupees. They file a case against me. They complained to the police, gave a lot of money to catch me. I thought nothing is going to happen. I'm a man of influence. I can handle these things. But one day, a pastor called me and said, when he was praying, he got some intuition in his life and called me and said, today police is going to come to your house. Please go somewhere. I said, why in the world police is going to come? My, they are not, I have not done anything. But I tell you, somehow he compelled me to go out of the house. So that day I just went out of my house. Police came with the FIR to catch me, to put it into jail. That's has happened very recently, I tell you. I ran away from that place. I was hiding one week away from my home. But that's the best days in my life. God spoke to me. You may have influence. You may have a big pastor. But you are nothing but change. I want to give you a revival in your life. That is why I brought you to this place. I tell you, I was in, in a place one, one week. No phone, nobody disturbed me. It's a beautiful time that I had with the Lord. I came back. Good thing that uh, the case was dismissed, that I was released totally by the grace of the Lord. Dear people of God, people, you have to go through such a kind of a thing. There were some kinds of people sitting, four or five pastors, children, they are against me. They were writing all kinds of things. Sometimes I get a hundred or two hundred SMS a day against me. But you have to love those people. You have to pray for them. Nothing happens to you. 
your anointing will increase in your life the grace of god will come to you when you go through insult when you go through this kind of a thing in your life you don't understand why such things are happening if you are a true christians some people say if you have faith if you are a true christian nothing happens to you no difficulties comes no problem comes but i tell you when you want to live a true christian life all these things will come but it will not destroy your life god will give you more grace more anointing more joy in your life that you can preach with life if you are going through insult if you going going through a lot of problems in your life jesus will be with you nobody can come against you shall we lift our hand and pray and lift your hand and pray lord build my character inside build my life oh god these days that i will live a life pleasing to you that i will rejoice in you even though people accuse me falsely i go through a lot of difficulties the grace of god will abound in me father touch each and every one of us in a special way glorify your name in jesus name we pray amen amen build your family strongly these days families are in chaos in confusion lot of divorces are happening in the churches we need to build a strong family if you have a strong family in the churches we have strong churches if the families are very weak and churches will be very weak and the nations will be weak so we have to build a strong family we must pray for families satan is attacking families these days there is no joy there is no peace in the family build a strong family love each other spend time together pray together pray for your children there must be peace in the family how to build a strong family if you read uh, proverbs chapter 24 proverbs chapter 24 verse 3 and 4 by wisdom a house is built and through understanding it is established through knowledge its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures three things are essential to build a strong family the first one is knowledge the second one is understanding the third one is wisdom need to have knowledge about family life in order to become an engineer or a doctor to gather knowledge they 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 need to study how many years at least the basic level 12 years after that 5 years you have to specialize in uh, in doctor level you have to go through at least 17 long years in order to become a doctor 
in order to become an engineer you have to spend at least 16 years in studies gathering knowledge to become an engineer to become a family man how many years you study about your family you know with one side they love each other the second side they divorce they don't have any knowledge about the family the knowledge the information about family must come from biblical standard life of family it is not like in cinema people see cinema they want to marry like uh, the cinema fellows you know in cinema you know one fellow will be running in tamil cinemas they will running around a coconut tree and they will sing a song and another lady will be coming and there is another man also will be coming fight with the same lady to get the same lady they fight with each other he kill one person then he get married and goes study about family life of a wonderful people there are a lot of good things and bad things sarah call her husband how many people don't know how sarah call her husband he call her husband as lord these days the younger younger women they don't call their husband lord husband needs respect call him as a lord i was preaching in one place recently i told the ladies there call your husband as lord they said if they act like lord then we will call them like lord <laughs> dear people of god respect your husband sarah was so submissive obeyed even though abram was a selfish man to save his life but sarah really loved her husband dear people of god study and learn about families then you get married before that don't get married must get all the information talk with the good families learn about it otherwise you will have a difficult time and you will not enjoy your family dear people of god secondly you must have understanding understand each other god created men differently god created women differently men if you take men their brain doesn't work properly one one time one side of the brain works for women 
their brain work all sides <laughs> if your husband is phoning to someone don't tell him to buy paste and come in the evening he will definitely forget and he will come back to your home without buying paste because he was phoning the other uh, one one side of the brain is really working his his brain is compartmentalized but the women's brain work all sides you you see them if there is four burners in the oven they will boil the milk they will cook the rice and they will boil the water and also the side this and they will have a child also in one side they can even control the tv <laughs> but you put your husband in the kitchen he will spoil everything <laughs> men are different women are different women are all emotional people they don't know why they are crying they speak emotionally they think emotionally they live emotionally sometimes their husband does not know why she is crying you don't have to beat her she will cry that is that's the way god created her men should understand you must ask why you are crying why you are not eating why you are not talking with me they have 1000 reason inside <laughs> but husband does not know even a single thing <laughs> they are created emotional beings you must understand that otherwise you will have problem every day understand men are not good communicators women are very good communicators if you tell a secret within no time it will go everywhere <laughs> they are very good communicators men they are not good communicators they can't communicate continuously women can communicate i can preach well but i can't communicate with my wife well if she asks me today how was the meeting today i will say one word it was very good that's all i can say but my wife if i if i ask her she will tell what time she went there what all it happens how much time that she has taken all those things she will explain within 5 minutes continuously everything comes out men men are like that when the problem comes to the home women wants to settle the problem that is what she was nagging women want to settle the problem men they take the problem put it in files and put it in cupboards
but women wants to solve those problem dear people of god understand little bit and adjust with each other and have a peaceful life everyone is different structure i am a people person i talk with people i laugh with people but my wife she will not come and talk with all people she will, if she has a work to do everything must be neat and clean in the house everything must be in order for me it's not like that she is a different person it took long time to understand her dear people of god you understand each other adjust with each other you will have a peaceful family shall we lift our hand lift our hand and pray that we will have a wonderful family these days dear people of god god wants to see your family must be very strong strong families strong church strong church strong nation hallelujah thirdly you must build a strong church jesus said i will build my church the gates of hell will not prevail matthew chapter 16 verse 18 it says i will build my church we must build a strong church churches must be built on the revelation that jesus christ is the son of the living god church should not be built on particular man or a pastor or a doctrine church must be built on the foundation of the revelation about the lord jesus christ church must be built on that rock of revelation that jesus christ is the living son of the living god secondly there is always gates of hell will against the church satan wants to divide the church satan does not allow the people to come and worship the lord in spirit in holiness he is against the church gates of hell is always against the church but it will never prevail because jesus is the head of the church that is why we need to pray more god has given the keys of heaven to church so that we can win souls what is the program that is going on o n m w right that's a good program that's that that every believer must do it new people must come inside the church every believer must be a soul winner you you must you should not come to church simply sit on the same chair to break the chair you have to bring souls with you you have to win souls for christ you must have that passion and fire in your heart that is why god has saved you 
God has chosen you. God is bringing you to the church. Not to sit comfortably. You must go out and win souls for Christ. Church must do evangelism. Church must do discipleship. You must join the small group system. And you must do evangelism and discipleship. Leadership empower month, month, uh, must. It, it must be a must. Leaders, you must come to church. Build a strong church. Church is the body of Christ. Every member has a job to do in this church. If you see the body, every member has got a job. The same way every church member has got a work to do in the church. You may be praying for the church. You may be winning souls for the church. You must take up a leadership and responsibility in the church and make it as a strong church these days. God has called you to be in the body of Christ. Church is a family caring for each other. Sometimes you sit like a statue and you don't move here and there. You don't ask any people, is there any prayer request that I will pray for you, care for you. If it's a real family, if someone is sick, immediately everyone takes care. That's a good family. So we, the church must become a family. Jesus Christ died for the cross of Calvary to unite us as one body. He is the head of the church. Thirdly, church is the, like a, building a house. How, how, how the church, how the house is built. You can't bring a pile of uh, bricks one side, putting a thousand bricks and saying this is the house. No. If you put the piles of brick, bricks in one area, Everyone comes along the side, takes one brick, and they go to their house. And after sometimes there is no brick at all. But the brick must be built up in the house. One brick is underneath, the other brick will come, and the side also, the bricks are there. So no man can take you away from the house. The same way, church must be built strongly, united together as a house must be built by the glory of God. Church must be built strongly like a house, like a family, like a body. That is why God has called us to be here in the church. God will bless you. No, no evil power can touch you because God's love is covering over the church. Shall we close our eyes and pray?